With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Rams Up, your weekly L.A. Rams podcast, bi-weekly during the season. We are a proud member of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We'll cover other SoCal sports items of interest, but we're mostly about your Los Angeles Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome, Ram fans. This is a recap of the Rams' loss to the Tennessee Titans. Titans win it 28-16. My prediction, by the way, was Rams 27-20. This was a really strange game to top off a really strange Sunday. Rams had trouble early protecting Stafford. Gave away 14 points in the second quarter. Stafford trying to avoid a safety. Chucks the ball for an easy interception inside the five. Titans convert that on the ensuing possession. Stafford throws a ball on the flat, and it's a pick six. And at halftime, the Rams are down 21-3. Throwing a bucket load of penalties in this game, the Rams had 12 for a 115 yards. Some of them highly questionable. The Rams even got called for a low block on a touchback. That's the kind of night it was. Hey, but they did get a couple of makeup calls with 30 seconds left, so that was nice. What I'm going to say about this game is this. Our defense actually played pretty well. Remember, 14 points were gifted to the Titans, and they won this game 
28-16. Our offensive line struggled for whatever reason. And that was a big part of that second quarter where we gave up 21 points. And Matthew Stafford made a couple of decisions that really put this team in a hole. Matthew Stafford had a bad day. Maybe Matthew Stafford rolled out the wrong side of the bed this morning. I don't know. I think he'll be the first one to tell you he kind of stunk the joint up at times. But you know what? Great teams are going to have games like this. Nothing goes your way. You take your lumps. You go back to the drawing board and you learn from it. If we want to look at the bright side, this was against an AFC team, so it's less costly when it comes to playoff tiebreakers. You get this game out of the way, and you move on to San Francisco. Hopefully this will pave the way for a big win over the 49ers, because we are certainly going to need it. Especially after Arizona went up there and beat them without Kyler Murray. The Rams better beat the Niners with Matthew Stafford. We're going to be back in a second for our game capture, and we'll follow that up with some game notes and then our loop around the league. By the way, I wanted to mention right now, before I forget, our next drop, we're going to move it back one day to Friday morning, and the following one after that will be Tuesday morning after the Monday night football game. So we'll be back with our game capture in a second. It's going to be a little painful. Let's capture this game for you from start to finish. Rams got the ball first, picked up a couple first downs, and then a couple of sacks, and they had to punt. Titans picked up one first down, and then Jalen Ramsey intercepts Ryan Tannehill. He also commits a penalty after the play, so the Rams get the ball at the 35 instead of the 50. A couple of first downs including a Stafford scramble for 12 yards. But they have to settle for a field goal, so they take a 3-0 lead. Still in the first quarter, Titans ensuing possession. A 3-and-out, Dante Dion blows up a screenplay. It was pretty impressive. Titans punt, Rams start at 29. A holding call and a bad snap, and the Rams have to punt. Titans get the ball at the 35. This possession rolls into the second quarter. Oko stuffs a second down play, and A.J. Brown, the Titans' big wide receiver, drops a third and six pass, and the Titans punt. They're able to down the ball at the Rams' four, and this would turn out to be critical. On a third and four play, Stafford gets pressured again, realizes he's about to take a safety, tries to dump it off, and the Titans intercept downed inside the five, and quickly convert to take a 7-3 lead. This was eerily similar to what Carson Wentz did against these same Titans last week, and it cost the Colts dearly as well. On the ensuing kickoff, Buddy Howell runs it out to the 20, and on first down, Stafford throws a pick six, and the Titans suddenly lead 14-3, and their offense really hasn't done anything. On the ensuing kickoff, this is where the Rams were penalized on a touchback and had to start at their own 12-yard line. And this might have been an indication of 
how bad a night it was for the refs as well. If you were watching the game, there was a lengthy discussion between the refs and Mike Vrabel about how to penalize the Rams for the low block on the kickoff. And Mike Pereira jumped in and said, hey, you know what? They don't have a choice on this. You have to re-kick or decline the penalty. So apparently, at least according to Mike Pereira, the refs got that wrong. It should have been a re-kick from the 50. The Rams should not have had to start from their 12. Now, what would the Titans have done? Maybe tried an onside kick there? That would be my guess. But significant point in the game, and it went against the Rams, as far as I can see, having to start from their own 12. They picked up a quick first down on a Daryl Henderson run, but another sack, this one given up by David Edwards, and the Rams have to punt again. Titans take over at their 35, and this was the first time the Rams' defense really bent. They were helped along by a face mask penalty. Titans eventually score on a Ryan Tannehill keeper and go up 21-3. Neither team could get anything else done before halftime, and it's 21-3 at the break. Titans get the ball at the start of the third quarter, a couple of first downs, and another drop by A.J. Brown on third down, and the Titans have to punt. The next drive, the Rams start at the 11 and put together a nice drive. Robert Woods has a couple of nice pickups, as does Van Jefferson. Higby, a 26-yard gain down to the 19. Jefferson, a catch down to the 5. And it looked like we had closed to 21-10 to on a touchdown pass to Tyler Higby, but it turns out he had stepped out before stepping back in to make the catch, and the Rams had to settle for a field goal to make it 21-6. Rams forced a 3 and out on the Titans' next possession and came back with another little drive, but again, it ended with a field goal. A 54-yarder by Matthew Gay, and now it's 21-9. Titans got the ball back, started at their own 22, a couple of first downs, and had to punt again. Rams got the ball back, 10.35 left in the game, still hope, down 21-9, put together a nice drive, then they're faced with a fourth and one and a half at the four. And Stafford stumbles, rolling out, throws an incompletion. The Titans drove down and added another touchdown. This one scored by Adrian Peterson. This drive was helped out by two rough-in-the-passer calls. The first one called on Aaron Donald, highly questionable. I think everyone in the booth and Mike Pereira agreed it was not a valid call. And then Oko got called a second later, and I almost felt like Oko said, hey, you know what, I'm going to show you what refing the passer really looks like. And he did a fine job. That made it 28-9. The Rams, with all their starters still in, from what I could tell, Added a late touchdown, Sony Michelle doing the honors for the final score, 28-16. to We'll be back in a minute for our game notes. Pick out the big plays of the game for you, hand out some game balls. Can we do that? Not sure. And we'll review what we had called our fearsome four keys to the game. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's be done with this Ram-Titan game once and for all. We'll go through our game notes. First, I'd like to review my fearsome four keys to the game and see how accurate I was. Fearsome key number one was keep that Titans running game in check. Well, the Titan running game was really a non-factor, so the Rams succeeded at that. But hey, you know what? All these keys are kind of a mute point when you give the other team 14 points in the second quarter. So yeah, the Rams succeeded at this. I don't think it really mattered. Fearsome key number two, who's going to cover A.J. Brown? How are we going to get that done? Well, Jalen was on him quite a bit, as was Darius Williams, and we held him in check pretty well. He finished with five catches for 42 yards, so we succeeded completely. However, when you give away 14 points in the second quarter to a team like the Tennessee Titans, it doesn't really matter much. Fearsome key number three, No blunders on special teams. We need to clean that up. Hey, we succeeded at that too. But you know what? When you give away 14 points in the second quarter to a team like the Titans, it doesn't really matter that much. For some key number four, don't come up empty on our chances. Well, we kind of did what I suggested, at least early in the game. Don't take unnecessary risks. Kick the field goals. Put the points on the board. Don't go for it on fourth and once, but at the same time, cash in a couple of touchdowns. Well, this all gets blown out of the water. We are kicking field goals, but we weren't getting touchdowns at all. And we did end up going for it on a fourth and one, but at that point, we kind of had to. So this key to the game is kind of irrelevant when you give away 14 free points in the second quarter to a team like the Tennessee Titans. Some interesting team stats. The Rams outrushed Tennessee 94-69. Tennessee only had 125 yards passing. So like I say, the Rams D did the job. Tennessee had five sacks. So out of character for the Rams offensive line, the Rams had three themselves. And we already talked about it. 12 penalties for 115 yards against the Rams. The Titans had four penalties called on them. What are my first and four big plays of the game? Well, two are pretty clear. The pick six and the interception returned inside the five. Those are those free 
14 points I've been referring to. And another one was that play, Tyler Higby at the back of the end zone. I'm not calling out Tyler Higby. It was just a bad break. I love Tyler Higby, very underrated tight end. Just another little thing that went against us in this game. If his toes in prior to making that catch, might have seen a different outcome. And number four, it's a combination of plays, but I want to call this out. It's little things that you might not notice. On the Rams' first punt, it bounced inside the one-yard line, and the Rams' special teams coverage unit was unable to down it, and it went into the end zone, and the Titans started at the 20. That possession ended up with a Ramsey interception, which he committed a penalty on. Rams got the ball at their own 35. Well, if we had downed that ball inside the one, this game might have moved in a different direction early on. Later on in the game, the Titans had a similar situation. They punted the ball inside the five, and the Titans' coverage unit was able to down it at the four. And that led to seven points for the Titans. So my big play number four is a combination of those two. The Rams' coverage unit not getting it done. The Titans' coverage unit getting it done and setting up their team with seven points. Worth noting from this game, this is the most penalty yards assessed against the Rams since a 2014 game against the Cowboys when they were penalized for 119 yards. Ashawn Robinson led the team in tackles, which is a bit surprising. Good for Ashawn. Don't see that very often, so he was getting it done in the trenches. Robert Woods ended up with 98 yards receiving, and Cup had 95. Adrian Peterson. If you're listening to the announcing crew late in the game, you might have thought otherwise, but he finished with 10 rushes for 21 yards, and he was the Titans' third leading rusher. So Tennessee should be concerned about their offense moving forward. This was not a good showing by that unit. Not sure they're happy with that running back room that has replaced Derrick Henry. One other thing worth noting is Jacob Harris Looked like he hurt himself holding up on that one punt. Did not hear a report about his condition. Now, the Rams had suggested he might be the guy replacing Deshaun Jackson. I don't think he's going to replace Jackson as far as the skill set, but maybe in the snaps. I guess that's what they mean. But he looked like he hurt himself holding up on that fair catch. Hopefully he's okay. Player props, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I thought it was kind of cool, J.J. Koski getting his first punt return as far as I know, taking a risk, that ball bounced, he grabbed it, ran it back for a few yards, got popped on the sideline, welcome to the NFL, J.J., and Buddy Howell, I believe, had his first kick return tonight. So two young guys, finally getting some action, Good for them. And who should we call out? Who screwed up? Well, this was a bad night for our offensive line. I think they were partly out-schemed, but I think they also played very poorly. Matthew Stafford was not comfortable all night long. 
And Matthew Stafford. I mean, there was times where he looked like the Matthew Stafford we've grown accustomed to, but it was not a good night for our quarterback. Those two throws especially. Hard to recover from that. Worst game as a Ram, no doubt. Coach's corner, nothing really worth noting here, although both teams, I've seen this so many times, on that last Rams drive, I know the Rams want to close out with a feel-good drive and score a touchdown. And I know Tennessee wants to stop them, but I don't know why some of these guys are out there. The Titans' David Long got hurt. He's a key guy for them. He goes down on that last meaningless drive. And Matthew Stafford's still out there after having rolled his ankle on the previous drive. So don't quite get that, but whatever. As far as the refs, that holding on Whitworth... Not so sure. The roughing on Donald, I don't think so. And even the taunting on Ramsey, those two guys were getting into it. Ramsey felt he had got hit late by A.J. Brown. I didn't think that was worthy of a call. It was all night long, though. Still, even with that bad a roughing crew, the Rams shouldn't be taking 12 penalties. And as far as the announcers, we've seen these guys before. I've commented on them before. It's kind of funny how one minute... Stafford is the savior and is picking the Titans apart. And the next minute, the Titans' D is dominating the game. Can't have it both ways, Chris, but I kind of get it. You kind of go with the flow of the game. And as the flow changes, your opinion on who is great and who is dominating changes very quickly. I thought they might have called out how well the Rams' defense played and how little the Titans' offense generated during this game. But I'm kind of nitpicking here. I'm a sourpuss Ram fan after this game. Too much adulation for the Titans, as far as I'm concerned, because it really just came down to those 14 points. If Stafford doesn't make those two throws, Rams probably win this game. What does it all mean? It means the Rams missed an opportunity. It also means they fall a game behind the Cardinals again. But all's not lost. They need to beat the Cardinals in their next matchup, continue winning divisional games. Rams may end up on top of this division after all. And if that doesn't make you feel better, a couple of post-game quotes for you. Aaron Donald saying, We're anxious to get back to work and get this taste out of our mouths. And Andrew Whitworth told the locker room after the loss, Kids pout. Men respond. Those are the type of quotes They get you jacked about this team. We'll be back in a minute for our loop around the league. When I gamble, I'm always looking for a way to get an edge. But at my bookie, they double your first deposit. So you start with a leg up. Use my promo code RAMSUP. Sign up now. Claim your first deposit bonus with my bookie and use the extra funds to kickstart your winning season. This weekend... Lay the points with Arizona as they continue streaking in San Francisco. This weekend, lay the points with Arizona as they continue streaking in San Francisco. And with two top 10 offenses in the Titans and Rams going toe-to-toe on Sunday night, you can safely smash the over at MyBookie. Don't just take my word for it. Head to MyBookie and sign up now using promo code RAMSUP to get your money doubled and start winning today. Remember, good friends don't let friends win alone. So have your buddies use your referral link so you're eligible to receive an additional 250% bonus on your first deposit. 
Plus, it's unlimited to redeem, so all of your friends can join the party at MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Let's get our loop around the league going. Week 9 in the books, except for that Monday night game between the Bears and the Steelers. Now that was a strange Sunday, wasn't it? Thursday night was pretty normal. Colts 45, Jets 30. Jonathan Taylor looking like the most complete back in the league, if not the best, especially with King Henry out. The Jets' run defense just got destroyed, giving up 260 yards on the ground. Yikes. One of the big surprises Sunday, Broncos 30, Cowboys 16. Thank you, Denver. Kenny Young in the Denver defense exposes the Cowboys. My first thought is, wait, is Dak playing? Yeah, he played. Didn't matter. This game was 30 to nothing at one point. Patriots 24, Panthers 6. Sam Darnold throws three interceptions. And the 5-4 and Patriots are looking more and more like a playoff team. Kind of sucks, actually. Giants 23, Raiders 16. Maybe all of the drama has finally caught up with the Raiders and we can hardly blame them. Browns 41, Bengals 16. Not sure what OBJ's dad is going to say about this result. Falcons 27, Saints 25. The Falcons led 24-6 and of course blew that lead because that's what the Falcons do. Saints took a 25-24 lead with 61 seconds left, and on the first play from scrimmage after the ensuing kickoff, Matt Ryan hits Cordell Patterson for 64 yards down to the New Orleans 11, and the Falcons kicked the last-second field goal for the win. Jags 9, Bills 6. I, I I don't know. I don't know what to say about this. How does this happen? Dolphins 17, Texans 9. Nothing to add. Ravens 34, Vikings 31 in overtime. I I mean, I got to tell you, Vikings fans must be losing years off their lives this season. Just one game after another. Intense finishes, sometimes excruciatingly so, much like this one. Tough loss for the Vikings. In the afternoon games, Chargers 27, Eagles 24. Big days for Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. And get this, a Charger kicker made a game-winning field goal. That's when you know it's a new day in Charger Town. Cardinals 31, Niners 17. Jimmy had a good day, at least statistically. Kittle had a good day. Really no run game for the Niners. Colt McCoy, starting for Kyler Murray, 22 for 26 for 249 yards. But the rookie, the Cardinals, rushed for 163 yards against this vaunted Niner D, which I have apparently been overrating. Kyle Shanahan, man, at this point, really no excuses. He's got to be on the hot seat. 49ers have now lost 11 of their last 12 home games. And finally, the Chiefs 13, Packers 7. Chiefs might have won this regardless, but we'll never know. Will we, Mr. Aaron Joe Rogan Rogers? And we still have the Monday Night Football game, Bears at Steelers. One last reminder, our preview of the Niner game will drop 
Friday morning instead of the usual Thursday morning. Some logistics issues we will be dealing with will set us back one day. That episode will include some really cool segments. You won't want to miss it. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website at laramsup.com. And don't forget to subscribe and give us that five-star rating. It is greatly appreciated. And remember, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of bensound.com and the YouTube royalty-free music audio library, Crimson Fly by Hama Hama. Hama.